Welcome to this podcast sponsored by the National Clinical Training Center for Family Planning. The National Clinical Training Center for Family Planning is one of the training centers funded through the Office of Population Affairs to provide training to enhance the knowledge and skills of family planning staff. This episode is part of a new mini-series called In Clinic, a QFP Counseling Podcast Series featuring Patty Kason. Patty is a family nurse practitioner and has practiced for 35 years in a wide variety of clinical settings. She is an assistant clinical professor and guest lecturer at the UCLA School of Nursing and contracts with numerous governmental and training agencies. Among her publications are nationally utilized IUD and implant protocols and credentialing checklists, an 11-part online series on intrauterine contraception, manuals on provision of sexual and reproductive health services, and articles in the American Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology, the Journal of Lower Genital Tract Disease, and Emergency Physicians Monthly. This series will demonstrate key elements of contraceptive counseling through conversations between a provider and a patient during a clinic visit. All conversations are fictitious and do not represent a real patient or an entire visit. I will now turn it over to Patty Kason. Today's conversation is going to demonstrate principles one through five for providing quality counseling. Principle one is establishing and maintaining rapport with your client. Principle two is assessing the client's needs and personalizing the discussion accordingly. Principle three is working with the client interactively to establish a plan. Principle four is providing information that can be understood and retained by the client. Principle five is confirming the client's understanding. The client today is Maria, she's 20 years old, she's G2P0, and let's jump right into the middle of the conversation. We are in the middle of discussing contraceptive methods. So I hear you saying that you're looking for a method that's very effective at preventing pregnancy. Yes, definitely. Do you have a sense of what else might be important to you about your method? Yeah, I used the implant before and it made me uncomfortable because I mostly never got my period. They told me that might happen and that it was fine and all that, but I don't think that works for me. Hmm. So I'm hearing you say that in addition to finding a very effective method, it's important for you to keep getting your period while you're using contraception. Do I have that right? Yeah, that's right. That would definitely be good. Well, these methods here on this part of the chart are the most effective at preventing pregnancy. And among these methods, the copper IUD is the only one that has no hormones in it. So when a woman uses it, she'll still get her period at the same time as if she were using no birth control at all. How would that be for you? That would be better, I think. But are there any problems with it? Most women using the copper IUD are satisfied with it. The one side effect that can happen is that someone using the copper IUD may have heavier or longer or crampier periods. Not all women have those symptoms, but it's common in the first few months. What are your periods like now? They're normal, I guess. About five days. Not too bad. I get some cramps. Do you know about the medications like ibuprofen or Aleve that help with cramps? Do you ever use those medicines? Yeah, I use ibuprofen when I get a headache. That works for cramps, too? Yeah, it works really great for preventing cramps. So when you've taken ibuprofen before, did you have any side effects? Did you get any belly pain or other problems from it? Um, no, no problems that I know of. My sister told me I should take ibuprofen after I eat. That's really great that you know to do that. Your sister's completely right. It is a good idea to take it on a full stomach. Clearly, you're interested in taking good care of yourself. 
You know, in addition to preventing cramps, ibuprofen and medicines like it can also decrease the amount that you bleed with your period by about half. Whoa, really? That's great. But how do I take it? Well, you know the medicine Aleve? Yes, I've taken it. Buy a bottle of the generic version of Aleve. It's called naproxen sodium. But you don't have to remember that. Just remember generic Aleve. There's no need to buy the brand name. Just buy the least expensive type you can find. And then take two after breakfast and two after dinner. Okay. Um, can you write that down? Yes. Here's a paper and a pen so you can take notes. That's two pills after breakfast and two after dinner. And if you read on the label, on the bottle it says to take one pill twice a day. The prescription strength dose is twice what's recommended on the bottle. Hopefully, that way it's easier to remember. You just need to take double what it says on the bottle. But is that okay? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. Two tablets twice a day is the same amount that you would be taking if I wrote you a prescription. It's best if you start taking it before your period starts and then continue until your period is over. That's the way to make sure it's the most effective at keeping your periods from getting too heavy. Do you know when you're about to get your period? Do you feel it coming on? Yeah, definitely. I get sore in my chest and feel tons of pain in my back. Oh, I'm sorry. That sounds like a drag. The good news is that in addition to preventing your periods from getting really heavy or lasting too long, the medicine will help your back pain. Whoa, okay. I'll buy some. And then start one or two days before you think you'll be starting your period. You know, Maria, we've gone over a ton of information, and I want to be sure that I didn't forget to tell you anything, and I'd like to check and make sure I've been clear. Can you tell me how you'll take the naproxen sodium to decrease your bleeding with the copper IUD? The conversation we just heard demonstrated principle one of building rapport through positive feedback and rephrasing, principle two of assessing the client's needs and personalizing discussions through rephrasing, principle three of working with the client interactively using teachback, principle four of providing information that can be understood and retained through use of information sandwich, and principle five of confirming client's understanding through use of teachback. To listen to the other podcasts in this series or for more resources for family planning clinicians, please visit our website, www.ctcfp.org, or call us at 1-866-912-CTCFP. A transcript of today's podcast is available for download on our website. Thank you.